Hi. Hi. It's the lunch break hot take starring Jose and Brodney. What's going on, everybody? This is the lunch break hot take. I am Jose. And I'm Brodney. This is episode one. Although we've recorded this episode about five or six times already, but, uh, you know, trial and error, and we're trying to get it right. So hopefully this one will uh, will get published. Well, I mean, five or six times, that means this one's real good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very polished at this point. So today we're going to be uh, we're going to be discussing uh, mainly the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Brownie's a, a Panthers fan. I'm a Ravens fan. So we're going to be uh, discussing some um, some off season moves that both teams can make. Um, moves they can make a free agency in a draft, uh, things like that. Uh, Brodney wrote an article, and we're going to go over that article, breaking down uh, the moves Carolina can make. So, And our audio engineer just ran out of the room, in case you were wondering what that noise was. <laughs> our audio engineer is my 12-year-old niece. Yes, my daughter. She's not a... Uh, doesn't have the greatest of attention spans. No. But. but yeah, B, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers and um what do you think about the the team moving forward? Well, you know, this offseason the 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 number one question, I mean, despite all the changes, you know, Rivera's out, mm-hmm. Rule is in, you know, the new owner is asserting himself a little bit. Uh the number one question everything starts and ends with who's the quarterback going to be? Uh, Cam's under contract for another year, and yep. there's a lot of questions around, you know, in the media and around the league of whether he's going to get healthy and whether he's going to be the starting quarterback, you know, for the Panthers moving forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the time I wrote the article, didn't really have any idea. Uh, but since then, Cam done an interview saying he's absolutely going to be the quarterback. You know, allegedly the uh, you know coach rule. Said he's going to win a Super Bowl with Cam, so I'm going to operate under the assumption that Cam's going to be back. Now, but but real quick, I I did see something the other day where the owner came out and made some made some kind of vague comment, like you know. Yeah, I mean, basically all he said was it, it just it depends on his health. Okay. You know, and, and they have to make sure he's healthy before before anything else. So that's kind of where we're at right now. I think they're going to be looking at evaluating him in March. To see where he's at now see and this is what i don't like about the organization like cam has put it all out there for that organization over the years mm-hmm. um you know he's a top tier quarterback you know despite what some of the uh the critics in, in the media say he's a top tier quarterback he has taken your team he's <sighs> that's that was our that was our engineer once again playing candy crush or something i don't know um no but about to be an audio intern (laughs) (laughs) no but you know with cam you you know what you have in him you know obviously if injuries are concerned you know there's concerns about his 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 shoulder um if, if they're a real concern i understand you know the hesitation in bringing them back but it doesn't seem like there's an issue with the shoulder uh the foot injury that's not a a, a long-term injury so i don't understand why the organization is hesitant to bring him back when you look at other franchise qbs there doesn't ever seem to be any issue with bringing them back even when when 
you know teams should move on. I mean, if you look at Pittsburgh, Ben Roethlisberger, he should be out of there, no question. I mean, the man. I mean, you see him now. He he hurt his his, his elbow. He 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 bloomed well over three hundred pounds. I mean, look at him. He looks he looks like Brett Kiesel out there. I mean, it, it's been a, a few years ago for when he showed up to training camp day one with just yeah, gas station uh, ice bags strapped <laughs> to his shoulder and knees. Yeah. So yeah, and there's no que- there is no question. As soon as he went down, that was perfect time to say, hey, you know, we need to be looking at quarterback this year. Instead, they said, nope, not only are, not, uh, not only are we not looking at quarterback, we're going to trade our, our number one draft pick, mm-hmm. and there's not going to be any question whatsoever who's go- the quarterback going to be next year, right? right? Um, you look at Tom Brady, I mean, not this year. You know, it looks like he, he could be leaving, but, I mean, that's after he already turned 40. Yeah, he's, right? he's, he's turning 42. Yeah. And, you know, he's got, it looks like, issues with the, with the head coach. Yeah. Which is why, you know, he might – be out over there mm-hmm. but you know I, I, and, I, and we talked about this before it's you know tepper doesn't have any any ties to cam you sure. know, he's a brand new owner he, he wasn't there when he drafted him now the head coach is gone luke is gone julius is gone you know a lot of the 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 franchise pillars aren't there anymore mm-hmm. and the reality is the you know, cam's reputation around the league or at least in, in the media is that he's not very good, that he's overrated. Yeah. And you don't know if maybe that, that's the attitude that Tepper came in with. I mean, obviously we'll see. But, I mean, that, that to me, uh, that would be why you're kind of hedging on, on whether or not you're going to bring him back. Sure, sure. Uh, like I said, right now I'm going to operate under the assumption that he's coming back because, I mean, that's what it sounds like, and there's no, there's no guarantee that, he's, that they're going to get what they're looking for in a trade with anybody especially with so many veteran quarterbacks available this offseason. Right. So I'm thinking Cam comes back. It, they're, they're saying now it doesn't look like they're going to re-sign James Bradbury. And so with that, I think really they should be looking to release Dontari Poe, uh, don't bring back Gerald McCoy, don't bring back Addison or Irvin. You know, it's, it, you know, with Luke retiring, it's really time to just go into a rebuild on defense. Yeah. Uh, with that said, the offseason needs to focus on the offense. You, know, you, you, need to, you need to make sure that your offense is good enough to keep you in and, and win games. Right. Um, so, I mean, right now, I don't think that they have any real key free agents. I mean, I'd, I'd have to bring up the list again. Uh, they don't have any real key free agents on offense. I mean, uh, Greg Van Roten was their starting left guard. He's a free agent, uh, along with Daryl Williams. Nobody ever wants to see Daryl Williams in a Panthers uniform again. No. Uh, Greg Van Roten, you know, he played well enough, but I think that's a position they need to look to upgrade in free agency. There's a couple guys available, uh, Brandon Sheriff and Joe Thune out of New England. Um, they'll have enough money. You know, Greg Olson's gone also. Mm. Uh they have enough money to go out and get, a, you know, the top guard on, on their on their list if they want to. Right. Uh, I feel like that's what they need to do. You went and you drafted two left tackles last year, Greg Little and Daly. Oh, that's uh, right. Late, yeah. Later on in the draft, you know, he got some playing time. How did, how did he look? I mean, neither of them looked great, uh, but you know, they were both rookies. They didn't look awful. Um, I know Greg Little was hurt most he, of the year. He, he he played four games. You know he had a couple concussions, which was concerning because he had them back to back. Right. And then he had an ankle injury, so he only played four games. But I don't think 
that uh, they looked bad enough to say, hey, we need to go and, and, and get a new left tackle right now. Right. Right. Um, so I, I'm thinking, hey, Greg Little's there. Go out and get Thune or Sheriff to play left guard. You know, you got Taylor Moten at right tackle. We got Trey Turner at right guard. Center is a little bit, a little shaky. You know, they just signed Matt Paradis. He did not have a good year. Right. But also, you know, he was coming off a major injury, which is part of why Denver didn't want to bring him back to begin with. Right. So you can look at him and say, hey, maybe maybe another year removed. Maybe he, he gets back to where he was before. Or, you know, again, you, you may want to look to, to replace him as well. Yeah. Um, but either way, the, the, the offensive line needs to be the focus of a free agency. Uh, that's, not, that's how I'm looking at it. Right. No, I agree. I, I think um, upgrading your, your interior line, you know, left guard, um, that will help. Paradis, no, he didn't have a great year last year, but he, he's shown the ability to, to, to play at a high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think with the new coaching staff in there, hopefully Rule has a better O-line coach than what you previously had because I think that was, that was a source for a lot of your problems. I, I agree. I mean, it, it, it honestly didn't matter who they had in there. They all looked awful at, at various points. Right, right. And, you know, when it's everybody looking that bad, you know, you got to look It's a coaching issue. Coaching. Yeah, you got to look at the blocking schemes. You got to look at how they're being being coached. Um, yeah, but you have to look at how they're being coached, uh, what kind of schemes they're, they're, they're running, uh, you know, along with the office that's being run. You know, I just don't think that they're on the same page um, at all, you know. So hopefully Matt Rule comes in and, and, and can change that. And, and that can help um, drastically, you know, how that team protects Cam, you know, if if they keep Cam. Right. You know. um, the other thing in free agency. Now, I mean, this is going to tie in with the draft. Like, personally, I think at seven, they really they, they should go with Jerry Judy. I think he's the he'll he'll be the best player available to them then, and I think when you're picking that high, if you have a chance to take in you know a, a, an elite prospect, you do it regardless yeah. of position. Now, the other way they could go, and this is what I put in the article, is drafting Derek Brown, the D tackle out of Auburn, mm. and you know pairing him with Kawan Short. Um, depending on on what they're thinking, I mean they should also be looking at a wide receiver in free agency. Like if you're, if you're, you know, on board with drafting Judy, then fine. But uh, all indications are, you know, so far in the, in the draft process, they've just been looking offensive line and defensive line. And it seems like that, I think they're kind of locking in on Derek Brown. Um, so for me, that, that means go in free agency, get a third receiver, um, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of options available. You got Demarcus Robinson, you got Robbie Anderson. I believe Rashad Perryman is also a free agent. Yeah. Um, you know, go out and get one of those guys. You know, Curtis Samuels going into his last year. I I feel like there's a good chance that he's going to be leaving Carolina. Right. I mean, I, I would prefer that he stay, but you know, he's had a a, a bit of a rough time there. You know, mm-hmm. he's been hurt. You know, and then Cam's hurt, and so they had they didn't have somebody who could get the ball to him. So, you know, he hasn't put up great numbers. 
and I don't know if they're they're going to be looking to pay him or if he's going to try and get into free agency and get himself in a better yeah. situation. Yeah, Curtis Samuel is is an underrated player, obviously because you know he he doesn't have the production. Mm-hmm. But if you watch him play, you you know he could be a special player. DJ Moore had a had a really good year mm-hmm. this past season. Um, he was a, a, a first round pick. Uh, the talent is there at wide receiver. Um, obviously, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey is a playmaker. So you can have a very explosive offense when Cam returns. Now, you just lost Greg Olson. You know, that hurts a little bit, but that's exactly why you want to bring in another, you know, wide receiver that, that has playmaking ability. Doesn't have to be a superstar. Like you said, like you mentioned Brashad Perryman. No, he's not a superstar, but you know he can break one at any time. Right. And, and, you know, they drafted Ian Thomas to be the eventual replacement to Greg Olson. So yes. I'm not in favor of going out and spending on a tight end in free agency. Right. Uh, right. You know, you drafted him for that purpose. That time is now. So don't be looking to, to you know, grab somebody else. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, he's played a bit. He's played when, when Greg Olson's out. He, he looks fine. Uh, so go ahead and give him the, the, the shot to, to replace Greg. And like you said, we go out and get another wide receiver, you know, whether that's in free agency or in the draft to, yep. to, you know, to help out that offense. I mean, you already have McCaffrey, Moore, Samuel, who are all high level players. But, you know, they're going to be if they let the guys go in free agency on defense, they're going to give up a lot of points. I yeah, mean, that, that's just yeah. that's what it is. I mean. Brian Burns looks good. You know, you brought back Shaq Thompson and, you know, but they have a couple of pieces on defense, but for the most part, it's the cupboard looks pretty bare. Okay. So, so, so let's just say for a second, they decided to move on from Cam, right? They trade Cam for like a second or a third round pick or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. What moves do you think they should be making based off, off of that? Well, that's when you really got to get in in uh, Tepper and Herney's head and say, hey, are you tanking to try and get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year? Right. Or are you trying to win? Because you can go out and sign Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. And, and he can be your starting quarterback for the next six, seven, eight years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's still fairly young. Um, if you're tanking to try and get, you know, one of the, one of the top quarterbacks next season, I mean – uh, will Greer and and Kyle Allen will get that job done. <laughs> that, that is, I, I can promise you that. Yeah. If you want to be picking in the top three, Will Greer and Kyle Allen are your guys. <laughs> you know, but but you know, we we talked about that though, right? The the dangers of tanking, and, and you know, we're not against tanking, no. right? We're not against that. But you know, when you have potential generational players. Like Trevor Lawrence, um, it was the other quarterback, um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, yes, from uh, Ohio State. Um, they look really good, yeah. right? So there are a lot of teams that that will be looking to 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 draft those guys. So any team out there that's bad and doesn't look like they're they're going to the playoffs could potentially be in the mix for those guys. So the question is, are you going to be bad enough? And yes, you know, you're looking at the quarterbacks that you have. You know, Will Greer. You know, Kyle Allen, yeah, they can make you really bad. But is it going to be number one pick overall bad or is let it going to be number five? Let me answer five? that question for you. 
The answer is yes. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you, you, you look at Miami. Miami tried hard to tank this year. Yeah. But they had Fitzmagic. And Fitzmagic didn't let that happen. Okay, mm-hmm. now obviously Fitz, Fitzpatrick's not a good quarterback, but you know he in, in bursts he can play. And right. he'll he'll win you a few games. Kyle Allen and Will Greer do not have that problem. They won they won several games with Kyle Allen when the defense was still playing well. You know, uh, Kawan Short went down, Dontari Poe went down, and then they gave up what was it thirty three rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah, you know, if they let if they released Dontari Poe. They don't bring back Gerald McCoy. They don't bring back Addison. They don't bring back Bruce Irvin. They don't bring back Bradbury. Luke Keekley's gone. They have, they're, they're they're talking about switching back. You know, switching to the four three full time again. They have zero outside linebackers on the roster right now. They can't stop anybody. Right. And then you know if you combine that with Kyle Allen or Will Greer or some combination thereof, on the other side, they're not winning any games. So that's, that's the other thing I was going to ask too, right? Okay, you're tanking. You're not. You're not worried about winning. But what do you, what do you do with your draft picks and in, in an off season? Like, what side of the ball do you want to focus on? Like, Cam's not there anymore, so you're not really trying to uh, build a team to win anything right now. Do you, you know? And and the cupboard is already uh, bare on the defensive side. Do you want to focus on getting some young players on defense, building that up, or keep adding to the offense? So when you do get you know Trevor Lawrence or whoever you know they they have a potent offense in place well if Cam's not back and you're looking at tanking you you really are just going to go best player in every round yeah. pretty much um you it gives you another year to figure out for sure if Greg Little is your guy but really like, like I said you know sit there at 7 Take Derek Brown, take Jerry Judy. It, does, it doesn't really matter at that point. Yeah, you know, come back in the second round, take the best player there. So, you know, you, if they got another second round pick, do the same thing again. Like it doesn't matter position, doesn't matter what side of the ball. If you're tanking, just take the best players you can get because you don't know what kind of team you're building yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't know for sure which quarterback you're going to get. Uh, and like you said, there's no guarantee you're going to get one of those two next year. So I mean, you don't know. You know, you're out in the wilderness now. You don't know when you're going to be good again. You have your plan, but, it, you know, anything can go wrong. Right. So you're just taking the best players you can find. And avoid <laughs> – this is the this is key for Carolina and, and, and Marty Herney. Avoid overpaying for players. I like Shaq Thompson. Right. You know, I think he's a, he's a pretty good player. But – you didn't need to resign him. No, especially since you don't know what direction you're going in. I don't think they know right now. Right. I I I think, like you said, you know, Tepper might be looking at Cam like that's not really my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he might he might have bought in a little bit to you know what the media was saying about him and saying, oh well, he's not he's not anything special. But the fan base loves Cam. Yeah. The the team loves Cam, so he's he's getting that side of it too. And I think right now he's just uncertain. Right, and it's crazy if you look at the two directions that that Carolina can go in in one year. I mean, if you keep Cam, you know, you 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 fix the O line, you can bring in a, a, another potential playmaker. You have a Super Bowl caliber team right there, right? If, if Cam is healthy, which mm-hmm. I I told you before, I think Cam is going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. I I think you're going to see 2015 uh, Cam. I mean, he's only what 31. Yeah. So he's still he's still fairly young. Um, 
you you get a healthy Cam and you protect him, he can take that team far. It doesn't matter what your defense looks like. Right. right? And, and if you're trying to go all in on, on winning right now, um, you bring Cam back and you do re-sign Gerald McCoy and you do bring back Mario Addison yeah. and, and Bruce Irvin. You know, the defense was, I mean, it wasn't like the best, but it was pretty good uh, before Kawan Short went down and then later Dontari Poe went down. Yeah. That was definitely a defense that's good enough to, to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah. So, if, I mean, if that's what your plan is, you know, you're bringing back Cam, you can re-sign those guys and make a run right now. Or you can, re- you can bring back Cam, let those guys go, and, you know, you'll be competitive, but you're, you're in a little bit of a rebuilding mode. Or Cam can go, and then, like I said, you, you don't know when you're, you're going to be adding to that W column again. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pivotal offseason in Carolina. It can go a lot of different ways. They're saying a lot of the right things. Oh, we want to build for the long term. You know, they, they're building a sports science uh, department. You know, they're going to be using analytics more and blah, 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 and all this. Yeah. It's really going to be, I guess, mid-March when you're going to find out what's really going on. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that is the uh, Carolina Roundup. Next episode, we're going to discuss – uh, Ravens and you know their their great regular season, disappointing uh, postseason, and uh, what can they do to uh, make sure that doesn't happen again next year? Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you episode two.